All right, y'all, welcome back to the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I am your host, CL The Source, your friendly neighborhood hope dealer, serving up y'all some inspiration and some positivity. What's happening with y'all, man? Thank you for tuning back in. I really appreciate y'all showing love and support to the podcast. And today I got a special guest with me all the way from Arizona. My mm-hmm. man, I just, you know, we just connected not even that long ago, man. Um, this man is a fellow podcaster. He hosts the podcast, The Thin Line Between insanity and genius this man is he refers to himself as an og but i i call him the young og og <laughs> Hash, what's good player what's good with you brody i'm chilling man cool and living large man looking good feeling good trying to stay safe my boy i appreciate that yes sir man that's that's how we got to do it man you feel what i'm saying and thank you for being here fam i really appreciate mm-hmm. you taking the time i know it's your day off and for you to be here and share some time with the audience and myself it really means a lot to me man no, absolutely, man. So I'm honored to be on this podcast, man. You know, so I've been tapped in with you for a little minute, watching your content. You bring on a lot of dope people, man. So just for me to be on this platform and be added to that list of names, bro, it's, it's an honor, bro. I'm, I'm truly humbled to be on this platform with you, bro. You do good work. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Words can't even express how much that means to me, man. But let's talk about your podcast, bro, because sure. I'm a fan, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm really glad we got to connect, you know. Uh, for those that don't know, be on the lookout. Me and me and OG Hatch just created a podcast yesterday. Uh, what was yesterday? The thirteenth. Yes, Hatch? sir. The yes, 13th. sir. Super Bowl Sunday, Sunday, we knocked it out. <laughs> oh, we, we we was working. We got that working, right, Hatch, bro? We we really, you know, what I'm saying, like, usually we chilling. We on our ass. We gonna eat some fucking food and drink some beer and just you know watch the game and shit. We yeah. had to get it in. We had to make sure we get our work in first, man. And me and OG Hatch then took care of that early in the day. So. Be on the lookout with that uh, for that podcast episode because it was it was fire, bro. I had a great time on that conversation, man. And uh, let's get into it, man. Like, talk to me about yourself, bro. Kind of, and what led you to getting into podcasting, man? For sure, bro. Um, first, I want to say yeah, thank you for coming on as well. Episode eighty will be out this week. Um, but what got me into this space, bro, was just you know I've always been somebody who. Uh, I've always been this person. Everything I, I say now on the podcast, everything I say, I've all, everything that's on the podcast, I've always said to people growing up. I've always been the dude who people said was wise type shit. Um, and I've always wanted to be somebody important. I just never knew how I was going to get there. And, and the funny thing about me podcasting is I don't like talking to people. <laughs> like, I'm very anti-social, bro. Like I'm very, you know what I'm saying? I'm a ghost down there. People only see me when I want them to see me, but what got me into this was wanting to use my voice to do something. I was only giving this game to my little brother growing up, and I got this weird way of thinking that I'm going to die at 30. Me, to be 20, me being 26, I feel like my clock is ticking type shit. So I felt the podcast was the best way to just get my words on wax. So when I eventually do pass away, motherfuckers can always go back and listen to what I was actually saying and see how dope I truly thought I was. <laughs> it's selfish as fuck, but that's truly what it's all about, bro. It's just making sure I'll be remembered once I'm gone. You know, you know, it's funny, man. As you said that, right? Selfish. I think a lot of times it often gets associated with negative, like negativity. Bro, <laughs> yeah. Being selfish is is bad at all, bro. Especially yeah. if you like uh, somebody that just gives so much. It's yeah. okay to be selfish sometimes, right? Like I've, I never realized that before, but sometimes you got to be selfish, bro. Especially when you don't, you know, motherfuckers that really don't deserve your time and your energy. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you, you said something really interesting, and you also said this when we talked the other day um, mm. about you just seeing yourself 
only making it to the age of 30 or something like that, right? And I was like, yeah. dang, that's to me, that's wild, bro. Like, but like I want to dive into that a little bit more. Can you can you share the reason why like, how how that came to be? Yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. Um I, I do want to say this to everybody that's tapped in. It's a very sad way of thinking. <laughs> I try to change that way of thinking, but it's it's hard when you lived your entire life that way. Um it all just goes back to my pops. You know what I mean? I I, I am obviously a young, a young black man in America. Um, and we all know the stereotype of young black men growing up without their fathers. But it's not, it's, the truth is never always told about that. It's always like a half-assed detail taught about that. You always automatically assume that the black father left their kid, and, you know what I'm saying, went off and started balling and said, fuck it, you know what I mean? Lived his life, didn't want his responsibilities. But no, my father was actually murdered, you know what I'm saying, at the age of 29. I was three years old when he was murdered. Um, and his story it's damn near like I'm Kobe and he Michael Jordan. Like, he can't do no wrong. Everybody holds him up to a higher, you know what I'm saying, level than everybody. He's everybody's OG. He taught everybody their first this. He took them to do their first car. You know, he did everything. He was, he was literally everybody's savior. And growing up, it's hard to be chasing that ghost. And it's hard to try to top that because you feel you can't top that. When you've always heard nothing but great things about one person, you feel you can never be, be better than that person. You want to chase that and strive for that, but you feel you would never actually be good. You never heard Kobe say he was greater than Michael Jordan. He felt he was as good as Michael Jordan, but he never felt he was greater than Michael Jordan. And I always felt the best thing I can only do is to be do something my pops didn't do was to reach the age of 30. Growing up, I really had no goals, you know what I'm saying, to be anything in life, you know what I'm saying, until I reached – 18, 19, I was a grown-ass man living on my own. So it was like, now that I'm getting close to 30, I'm trying to get out of that, but it's still hard as fuck, bro. I'm not going to lie to you, CL. It's hard as fuck to get out of that mindset, bro. It truly is. But it all stems back to just trauma of my dad dying and just growing up without a father and, and everything. That's, that's truly what it stems from, bro. Yeah, and that makes sense, man. You know what I mean? As, as you broke that down, it made sense that, like, that would be, you know – um, one of your biggest goals is to, you know, do do one thing that your father didn't do, right? Yeah. Man, I can imagine there's a lot of pressure associated with that <laughs> that that one must go through when, you know, they're faced with that type of um challenge in their life or the, you know, that's that's the road presented to them, you know what I'm saying? So For Sure. Are you like what what types of pressures did you feel in your own mind to to kind of like put that on you to at least make it at least make it till 30? I <sighs> I mean, you know what? It's, it's cliche as fuck, but it's like I feel like that's the only mindset I can be in to be great, because that being in that 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 strenuous that that strenuous amount of pressure, it, it makes me focus on shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like if I didn't have that focus, if I didn't have that pressure put in on myself, I wouldn't be doing the shit that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It still fucks with me. Maybe that and, and truly, maybe that's the reason why I deal with depression, anxiety, and you know my mood swings and shit like that's because. I've always been looking through, you know what I'm saying, some red tinted shades, you know what I'm saying, quote unquote to say. But it's like that pressure, it just comes from him passing away and him him being so great in other people's eyes and me having to learn everything on the fly and me just trying to amount to that. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm just trying to I'm trying to make my own blueprint, my own triangle offense, you know what I'm saying, to compete with what my pops did, but I don't know how to do it. So it's like the only way I can do it is if I put myself under pressure. They always say pressure makes pipes. 
all my life in competition and sports and shit like that, when I got the most pressure on me, that's when I actually succeeded. Mm-hmm. But this, even with this podcast shit, I'm sure you can relate as well. When shit really started looking bad for you, when you thought it was going, it was either hit or miss with this next one, that's when you had your best episode. That's when you left your, your recording like, I just killed that shit <laughs> because you knew what was on the line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only way I can really operate. And I feel like, honestly, CL, not to be long-winded with the answer, but even when you compare yourself to, not just compare myself, even when you think about the greats, the people they always say, the Kanye's, the Kobe's, the, you know what I'm saying? The, anybody, all, the all-time greats, they always have that one notch on, like, they were selfish. We mentioned, we talked about selfishness earlier. We think about it in a negative aspect, but no, it's really sacrifice. Being selfish is really being sacrificial because when you're being selfish, you're sacrificing your time with other people. You're sacrificing your time to be able to be in tune with your emotions. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a development flaw, you know what I mean? So it, it just it all goes back to that pressure, bro. And when you put yourself under that pressure, you're sacrificing and being selfish, you know what I'm saying? And that's just truly the world hash lives in, unfortunately. <laughs> man, that, that was very well put, man. And I, I think that was a very deep answer. Thank you for that, bro, because, sure. and you know, you do hear, hear it all the time. Pressure makes diamonds, pressure cracks pipes, all these different, you know, ways of saying that, but you know, also pressure could could it could be harmful too, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there are other sides of that. You know what I'm saying? Something's got to give when there's pressure, bro. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like I'm curious now with you, bro. Like you mentioned that you felt that you wanted to live up to your pop standard, yeah. but was it was that like more from within your own self, like the way you've been thinking, or was that more from your environment, like expecting that from you? Mm. I think it was it, it, it's internal, but I think it's always internal. You know what I mean? I think the only time it's, it's not internal is when you're watching the movie and it's a fucked up mama. You know what I'm saying? She picking on her daughter type shit. But it's like it's always internal. But that's the I mean that's, that's just that's just what I lived up to. But I noticed it. It's just not me though. You know what I mean? Like my uncle, we have one thing in common that me and his father they died on the same day, years apart, but they died on the same day. And their birthdays are like a week apart. Wow. So it's like we always bond and connect with that. But he feels the exact same way. It's like you just it, when you have someone you looked up to as a Superman, quote unquote. That's just, that's the only person you can you can you can try to live up to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like on it. And for me, honestly, bro, I didn't grow up with a uh, male figure in the house. I, I did. My stepdad was there. My little brother's father was there. But I didn't learn shit from him. So it's like I never really had anybody but my father's stories, you know what I'm saying? His quote unquote stories to live up to and to try to measure up to be a man. So it's like I never had the physical, you know what I'm saying? The physical there. I was just living up to the stories. So that's where the internal pressure came from because all I heard about was how dope my dad was. It could be a fucking 6'4 Impala driving down the street. My fucking grandma, oh, you, you, your daddy had that? That was one of his several calls. Like he, he was that he was that dude. And then just the whole story about like how he how is his story ended, it all like it all makes sense into why everybody loves him because everything ties together. So it's like I and like I told we talked about it on my podcast, bro. I don't think I'm the best son, brother, friend, grandson. I don't think I'm none of that because of what I heard about my dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything I heard about him. Makes me look like shit in my eyes, and that's and, that, and that's just that's where the internal pressure comes from. Damn, man, that's that's 
I can imagine how tough that could be, man. Uh, just like, you know, you're being a kid, you, you don't have that father figure. And then not only don't you, don't you have that father figure, but your father, you know, was like a heroic type of dude that everybody no. was like, damn, this guy was like the guy. And you're a kid still trying to figure it out. And, you know, you're his son. So you're like, even if people don't say it, like you kind of feel like that's the expectation placed on you. So, yeah, man, I mean, taking a deeper dive into that, as you explain that, that it starts to make way more sense to me. Now I'm curious, bro, because I know you a little bit more since we talked yesterday and everything like that. And I know that uh, we've talked about mental health and therapy and whatnot. I'm curious yeah. about in your sessions with therapy, mm-hmm. first of all, have you brought this up with her or her or him? And what does that therapist say to you about what you just told me? I'm just curious if, if that's something uh, that comes yeah. up in your session. No, nah, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, that's definitely, you know, been in. That's like day one. <laughs> that's like day one of therapy type Jeez. shit. But it's like. That's not that that's not that big of a deal for me because that's my true story. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not it's not hard for me to tell that to somebody because now nah, that's like my true story. And it's like a lot of times with therapy, but you got to know what your problem is already before you walk through them doors. Like I already knew where my trauma and shit came from. Like it was, it's not shit a therapist can really tell me about myself. I nigga, I know why I'm there. <laughs> like I know why I'm sitting on this fucking couch. You know what I mean? I'm really just there to talk to myself. You know what I mean? And just get a yes man type shit. Because a lot of times you got that voice in the back of your head that's telling you, nah, nigga, you tripping. But really, you're not tripping. And a lot of times when I go to therapy, bro, I just be in there talking the same shit I say to myself, but I just need to see what the therapist is saying. I just need to see, okay, am I really off kilter with my shit? And just sometimes you just need to go to pop your shit. And I mean, the, those, the, the the remedies, the well, not the remedies to say, but the, the uh, solutions that they come with is just letting me vent. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's weird to say, but they all, my therapist always tell me that I'm a lot different from their regular patients because a lot of people that go there, they don't know where the fuck to start. I'm already like rapping third base for real. I just keep falling. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, like when you watching baseball, I think you told me he was in the baseball, right? Yeah. So, you know, when a niggas, he, he, he in between bases and it's two, they, they throwing the ball back and forth over his head. Like yeah. That's where I'm at. So that, that's where I'm at. I'm just at third base almost hitting home. So it's like they can't, they don't really tell me shit. They just let me do my thing because they know where I'm at. And the shit that I'm going through, bro, it's not really something I can get over. You never get over your fucking parents being gone. You never get over not having a, a, a male figure growing up. You don't get over shit like that. You just learn to live with it and mm-hmm. become greater than what you know. Mm-hmm. That's just really the goal at this point. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for saying that, bro. You know, yeah. I think that analogy was perfect in what you said because it was, it was your description of it, it. It gave me a much better insight into into that part of your life, man. And yeah. you know what, man? It's um, you're right about therapy, right? Like I've never been to, to therapy myself either, man. And and before I even move further with that thought, mm-hmm. I really you strike me as such a super self aware person, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you just know. You just know yourself, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you're 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 learning yourself more and more every day. You feel what I'm saying? And um 
I think that that's important, which is probably why your therapist was like, you are different than my other <laughs> You are different than my other patients because I think what happens is, bro, a lot of times people find themselves in a quote-unquote mess in their life and they go mm-hmm. to a therapist and they think it's the be-all, end-all. Like, that's going to help everything. But, like, I think and – I, and I was thinking about this in the car as I was listening to one of your episodes. I was thinking about therapy because I've been thinking about it for a while now, Hatch, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, what do therapists do? They there, they listen to you for sure, but they help you really dissect whatever perceived problems you have in your head. But I think more than anything, they help you get to the root of it, and then they help you discover that you already have all the tools necessary no. to deal with it. Because you said something in your podcast episode where you're like, I, I stopped therapy for a little bit because I wanted to try it on my own. Yeah. And I think that like that takes a tremendous amount of courage and bravery, bro, especially somebody that has had some very traumatic um history like yours that you just mm-hmm. described, bro. And for you to be able to be like, you know, I'm about to I'm about to see how I can do how I can fare out myself. And then if I need help, I'll, I'll go ask for it. But for you sure. trust yourself enough to 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 look it in the eye and and, and go that path. And then for trust sure. yourself to know if you need help at the same time, right? So <laughs> it was interesting as I heard you say that, bro. And it just was like, damn, like a lot of times in life, bro, I think um, many of us, when we get stuck or when we get challenged or we kind of hit a roadblock, we're like, damn, what the fuck do I need to do here to kind of get around this shit? And mm-hmm. I just read this book, bro. It's a real dope book. I highly recommend you you read it at some point, bro. It's a, it's a book on stoicism, um, old ancient philosophy and shit like that. It's a book. Super easy read. I put it down in like a week, bro. But uh. It's called okay. the obstacle. The obstacle is the way. The obstacle is the way. The obstacle is the way by Ryan Holiday. I'll, I'll send you a link after we get off over here. But okay. there's also a famous philosopher. I think he's from India too. He's one of the most quoted people in history, named Rumi. Have you heard of Rumi before? Nah. <laughs> R U M I, bro. And uh, I feel like I have. R U M. I feel like I have. Going to detail. What is that? So he he's a he's a philosopher too, bro. I'm not exactly okay. sure what philosophy he was coming from because you know there's different types of philosophies and shit like that. And I'm gonna yeah, wrap yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wrap this little tangent up in a minute, but <laughs> <laughs> I will say that his quote said something along the lines of like, "What you're looking for is in that pain." Yeah, and it's just like when you do what you did, you like you're like going inwards and you're like trusting yourself to go into that pain. That trauma, right? Mm-hmm. That's that pain. What you're looking for is on the other side of that, bro. It's that mm-hmm. liberation that you feel because you got over that trauma. It's for like sure. a win in your own in your own life, bro. Yeah, because you gotta try, bro. You gotta believe in yourself. That's the whole thing about it. Cause it's like at a certain point in time, people can only hold your you gotta take the training wheels off sometime, right? You know what I mean? You got you want the mind goose eventually. Your homeboys them got the mongoose, you know what I'm saying, all that. You want one of them motherfuckers too. You don't want to keep riding on the training wheels and all that, the little fucking the little fucking tricycles and shit like that. You don't want that. And it's truly about like, and how you just tap, you, you talking about what well, I was talking about on, my, on one of my episodes. Truly, man, when you go to therapy, man, they don't give you the answers. You already know. You they they just help you convince yourself. You know what I mean? And it's like at a certain point in time, you gotta take in, you gotta do the work. You, everybody can just go to therapy, you know what I'm saying, and pay for the sessions and talk that shit and get and just vent. But if you walk out those doors and you go back to the same bullshit you was already doing, that session was for naught. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like at a certain point in time, I had to just keep, I had to just take it upon myself to say, you know what? I will use my therapy session for extreme emergencies. Because if if I just turn around at every point in time and something goes, something happens, I say, oh my God, I'm I'm falling off the fucking cliff. I need to go talk to someone. I'm not going to ever get better. Like you said, it's the liberation. When you do some, when you challenge yourself to get over some shit, you actually do it. Can't nobody tell you shit. That's when you riding down the highway, windows down, music up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But even when you fuck up, when you don't succeed from that, you know what I mean? You learn so much about yourself in those moments. And truly, that's all I like doing by myself. You talked about me being very self-aware, bro. I, I pride myself in that. But it's pros and cons to that. Because even with being very self-aware, sometimes you limit yourself from taking opportunities and, and taking certain leaps of faith. You know what I mean? Because you know yourself. You're very self-aware. A lot of times, a quote-unquote gullible person will just take that leap of faith. And I wish I could be that gullible person sometimes. But being very self-aware, I, I pride myself in that because a lot of people don't know where that bullshit come from. I'm a pride. I'm a very proud asshole. I let people know I'm an asshole. I can tell people, I can pinpoint the reasons I'm an asshole. But people respect me and still love me because I'm me. I'm, I'm an asshole to everybody. I'm a nice guy to everybody. It's just once you say one thing, <laughs> we just we take it to another level. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's being self-aware. Because if you, when you're self-aware, you don't put yourself in certain situations. You know what I mean? If I know I got anger problems, I don't put myself in certain situations. I try to control myself the best way I can because I know I, I know I can't control what I can't control. So why not control myself? <laughs> why not control where I put my where, what's in my environment? Why not control what I consume? Why not control what I listen to? Why not control what I watch? Like I, I, I very much have a, a censorship on my life, bro. I, I have a self-imposed censorship on my life because I'm very self-aware on the things that trigger me, the things that I don't like. I just don't fall for the bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like, I got to live in my own bubble. Man, dude. <laughs> you said a lot right there, bro. <laughs> and uh, I applaud you for saying everything you said, man, because it was, again, so spot on. You hit the mark on pretty much every, every everything you said on that one. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more because, bro, <clears throat> you know, what self-awareness, I didn't recognize the importance of it for so long, Hatch, bro. Mm-hmm. I think part of my biggest problem when I was young, dumb, and, you know, doing a lot of dumb shit, putting myself yeah. in situations, as I mentioned to you and, you know, in our episode that we did, bro, is yeah. that I just, I was lost, bro. I was rebellious. I was hurt, bro. And as the saying goes, hurt people hurt people, man. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I was hurting myself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of self-inflicted harm to myself, bro. Yeah. What you said was so important at the end of what you just said, because it's like you could filter out what's going into your brain, bro. The content that you're consuming. Yeah. And, you know, look, I grew up hip hop, bro. I love hip hop. I'm a hip hop to the day I die. Mm-hmm. But if we being a hundred percent real, there's a lot of hip hop shit that's that's toxic as fuck, bro. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? But like, all the toxic shit I know in my life came from hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hey, I was just saying, I was just talking about, and not to, not, not to cut you off, but even think about it like this, CEO. When I was little, you know the women I found attractive? The light skinned, thick, red bones, 
the fucking the, the Puerto Ricans, you know what I'm saying, the Latinas. But why is that? Because those were the girls in the rap videos. That was that was hip hop. Early 2000s, late 90s, that was hip hop. Those were the girls that was that was dancing on the it boys. The the the, the, the bitches, the hoes, the, the cussing and that almost every word I say, that's from hip hop, fam. Mm-hmm. Real talk. I hate I hate to use an excuse, but like what you said, you're spot on. Toxic yeah. as fuck. A lot of our toxic shit come from hip hop. And I love hip hop, fam. Like I, I still listen to hip hop all nigga. I rap all the time. <laughs> like I be spitting bars when I'm cooking eggs. Like I, it's what I do. <laughs> but it's like we gotta keep it real with what the fuck is going on. That's facts. You know and, what I'm saying? Think, you, with that. you you right, bro. Like and look, by no means am I trying to talk shit about him. I love him. I got Nip on my motherfucking wall, bro. I got Tupac on my wall, bro. Like, I grew up in that era, bro. Jay-Z, come on, man. Money Cash. I was like, (laughs) for the longest time, bro, was the program I was running on for so Mm -hmm. long. And it still is part of the program I run on. I learned so much game from hip-hop. So, it ain't all bad, but I also think it's a microcosm for life because, bro, like, what people want to fucking demonize in hip-hop or in anything else, bro, it's all within us, bro. We're, we're, yeah. Bro, everybody want to criticize somebody for this, for that, for this and that. Look at your own fucking life. Like, mm-hmm. he who fucking hasn't sinned, bro, cast the first stone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think in this, in the way that we live out here in this, in this country, and maybe even in the world, bro, it might be just be a natural default setting for us being human beings. It could be human nature. I was actually just talking to somebody about this. I think it was Jay Fax I was talking about this with. Um, and it, it, it's just something that, like, once you realize it, bro, you can begin to change that shit. It ain't going to be easy to change that shit and deconstruct yeah. the way that you used to be and you felt that you always were. And yeah. I really, bro, for the longest time, I used to think that, like, I am who I am and that's all I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. But that ain't the truth, bro. <laughs> it ain't the truth at all. <laughs> bro, I can get up and move. I can change. I can read a book that can teach me something new. I can give, give myself some new skills, bro. You yeah. know like, So it's like, when you start to fucking realize that, you start to look at all the different resources that you could tap into in terms of like what you want to know, what mm-hmm. you want to learn, mm-hmm. and you like damn, and then what you connect with naturally, you like damn, mm-hmm. I want to learn how to motherfucking, you know, cook uh, cook cook a motherfucking chicken, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, like be a chef. I want to learn how to fucking whatever the fuck, be a podcaster, you, bro. You end up doing things you never thought you would do because you start doing different shit. Right, you know what I mean, and, and like I said, and I told and I totally agree with everything you just said. I, I will say this: how you said it's hard, it's hard to you know to deconstruct all that shit. It is hard, but I can I can honestly say I didn't go that route. I can honestly say that like, it I never conformed over. You know what I mean? Like I never truly went the quote unquote internet way. You know, you know like when, you know how life kind of changed. Around 2010-ish, let's just say everything has changed. Shit was changed before then, but we 2010 is when shit is shit different now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never really conformed. So it was like I've always been the anti-social guy. Everybody liked. I'm cool to everybody, but yeah, nigga, when after that bell ring, I'm going home. <laughs> like, I'm going home playing games. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, I, I got the girls I talked to, I got the home, but I got my circle. But I never truly conformed over to the new way of life. So I'm I'm sure it is hella hard to deconstruct from, you know what I'm saying, all this bullshit that everybody's going through. But it is very important to censor what's, what you bring into your life. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Because I, I just, 
a lot. Of, it's about insanity, and that's why I named the podcast "The Thin Line Between Genius and Insanity," bros. Because so much shit, it's it, it, it's it's this close. It's this close from going left. You know, so it, it can go perfect, but it's this close to going left. And then you guys sit back and think, why they go left? And I'm a person that hates being mad at myself. If I'm gonna be mad at motherfucker, CL, it's your fault. If some shit go wrong today, it's your fault, CL. I ain't do it. <laughs> but it's like I'm the person who has to make sure it's not my fault. And the only way I can do that is centering certain shit out. So I'm either clear-headed or I made myself, I gave myself the perfect fucking set of cards to win this fucking pot of money. I gotta be, I gotta be, I gotta be my, my motherfucking me, my wingman. I can't I can't def- uh, depend on nobody else. I gotta make sure I'm I'm making sure I got my uh, my base right and I'm supporting myself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I gotta censor everything and make sure I'm ten toes oh. down with the shit. Bro, you that last part, what you just said right there was uh something important, bro. That like I've started to really think about myself, bro. Mm-hmm. And you know what, man? There ain't nothing wrong with that at all, bro. It's yeah, with your, you had self awareness at an early age, bro. So you knew what you liked and what you didn't like. You didn't like fucking, you know, mingling just to mingle, bro. That yeah. just wasn't in your character. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. When you know who you are and you know what you want and what you don't want, you can create a clearer path to what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And then for you specifically with the idea that you had that, like, I'm going to make it to 30, you already mm-hmm. you felt this sense of urgency, it sounds like, bro, to, like, mm-hmm. just get what you want to get done because the time is fucking ticking, right? Yeah. But Rewind back real quick because you said something that sure. I really have been kind of I've been kind of ruminating on a little bit, bro, to be real <laughs> with you. Because a lot of times, man, you know, it feels good to be validated by other people. You know, you get the pat on the back. They're like, oh, good job, Chris. Good job, CL. You know, good job, Hatch. Right? Yeah. That feels good. People yeah. clapping for you and shit like that. But that can also be taken away, bro. With like a simple mistake or whatever, people people change up all the time. Mm-hmm. But one thing you said is like, bro, you with yourself all the time. You ain't never gonna leave you. So yeah. you build it from the foundation. Your know, foundation is strong from within, bro. Can't nothing outside shake you if you build it from within, bro. Like, and I've realized that shit so much more, bro. Which is partially probably a big reason why I no longer. Well, I won't say I no longer, but. I don't spend as much energy thinking about what people going to say if I do this or I do that. I do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I do it because I know I'm coming from a righteous place, bro. I'm yeah. coming from a place where I'm trying to, you know, I have my own way of looking at things. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to do no harm to nobody. You feel me? I'm just trying to trying to live my life, bro. Yeah. Respectfully, like uh, Justin LeBoy. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> you feel me? But you, you, know, you know what it is, CL? In all honesty, bro, the hard part about doing the shit that we do is staying who we are. Because it's so easy to do the bullshit and become these other motherfuckers. It's hard to stay yourself. I say that all the time on my podcast, but it's hard as fuck to stay real. It's hard as fuck to stay real. Because it's it's, it's, it's it's very lucrative to be a fake motherfucker. And that's, just look around. Scan the horizons, please. <laughs> like, just look around. And that's not throwing no shade. People got to feed their families. I'm fortunate enough not to be in a situation where I got a kid. I got a dog. You know what I mean? Dog food busts my ass every once in a while. But 
You know what I mean? I, I ain't got to. I ain't got to. I ain't got to sell myself for nobody. And I always told myself I would never sell myself for nobody. If you got to believe in what you what you believe in, can't nobody knock you off that. And that's why a lot, I say all the time, a lot of people can't get canceled because I'm gonna give you an example about some shit that happened to me because you said how you did you didn't care about what people um, thought anymore. Early on this podcast, and they also thought how it, it can be a way just like that. I'll just take you behind the well, take you behind my curtain. <laughs> um, early on in, in the podcast, bro, I started off hot. My numbers was good automatically. I don't know how people was fucking with me. I had friends, I guess. <laughs> and I had a nice run. But I had an episode to where I was talking about, you know what I'm saying, transgender shit. And it was, I was disrespecting shit. It was more so I came across an article about somebody who turned himself into a dragon. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? How many more people is it going to take to turn yourself into a dragon for this to be normalized like motherfuckers changing their body to turn into the opposite sex? Just a simple question. But the numbers start going down. And from any other content period, you can you can conform like, what the fuck? Maybe I'm tripping. My thinking is off. You can start doing what people want you to do. I know I didn't. Because at that moment in time, I said, no. I know I'm not coming from a, a horrible place. I'm coming from a righteous place. I'm asking questions. I'm trying to bridge gaps. The questions I'm asking are the questions that's going to bring motherfuckers together. So it's like, if I know that if what I'm saying, the right people who follow that and get that are the people that need to be listening to me. Because that's who I'm talking to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking to motherfuckers who don't understand me. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to convince no fucking body. Mm-hmm. They say this, I'm not a convincing motherfucker. If you don't believe me, you don't believe me. I ain't got a lot of nobody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nobody can knock me off my pivot. And that's why I, I suggest that to everybody. If you believe in something, nobody can really cancel you. If you always been yourself, you mm-hmm. can't get canceled. Look at fucking Joe Rogan. Look at look at fucking Dave look Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. You know why they can't get canceled when they say some wild shit? Because they always been themselves. Kanye. Huh? Look at Kanye. And bro, CL, look at anybody, anybody that made it and you think they said some shit they should be canceled, or didn't get canceled. Think about how they always been themselves. You only cancel people that flip-flop, that walk, that tiptoe the line. Because no, nigga, you told us one thing when you're really doing something else. But if you always been this person, why am I surprised 30 years later? It don't make sense. It wasn't consistent stay, stay with true. Yeah, You're right. Stay true, man. You're right, bro. And, you know, it's speaking on cancel culture for sure, man. I got I got some definitely opinions about that. I've, I've made a couple of episodes talking about cancel culture, at least talking about it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And the sensitivity level in, in today's world that we live in, especially out here, mm-hmm. is uh, it's pretty extreme now, man. And uh, it's, it's turned into a weapon, bro. You know, they say, you know, you got to hit them where it hurts in their pockets. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's what they turned it into. And, uh, you know, it is what it is to me, bro. Like, I, but, you know, like for me, bro, it's important to have dialogue. Oh, yeah. When you when you genuinely don't know what offends people, how can you avoid fucking saying something that's going to be offensive to somebody mm-hmm. like because you we what we just supposed to know off top you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like i mean maybe some of us have a a higher kind of uh i don't know like understanding that like you know what what's what's okay to be said and not to be said but there's many of us including myself that yeah. don't know that sometimes don't know now i have a general rule of thumb bro if somebody says they offended about something 
I'm not gonna even argue with them, bro, because it's just like I can't I can't tell you what you offended at, bro. You know what right. I'm saying? I can't tell somebody what what offends them and what doesn't. I'd rather just leave that shit. If you feel offended by it, I'm gonna leave that shit alone. You know, I'm, I'm gonna redirect mm-hmm. my energy somewhere else. But <laughs> cancel culture, I think it developed, bro, because of all these different things, bro. They, you know, uh, it. I got. I'll be feeling the type of way about this shit, Hatch, bro. It's the salt. It's the it's the, it's the salt. Remember, remember in school, the little nerd kids, the soft kids. I was cool with them as well, but how they always said they're gonna be your boss one day. They was they wasn't lying, fam. They are the boss. They make the rules now. That's why everything is so soft because they was getting their ass whooped as kids. Like everybody in charge now was some geek ass motherfucker. Who was getting picked on. And there's nothing wrong with that. You came up in life. Nigga, we envy you. But that's truly what it is. The, when they when we was in school and the little kids that got picked on, and the teacher said, they're gonna be your boss one day, they weren't lying, fam. <laughs> like they, they were telling the dead ass truth. They flipped the script on us, man. And, and truly, and, and truly, bro, one thing about cancel culture. I would say this, and you, you mentioned when people get offended by, by what you're saying and things I say as well, because I've had people, you know, say things like that. But I always say on my podcast, but once I publish an episode, those words aren't mine anymore. So if somebody is, you know what I'm saying, offended, I got to hear them out. But if you're talking some bullshit, you're not even, you're not even depicting what I was actually saying. That's when I don't listen. Because like you said, the conversation has to be had. Because if I'm saying some shit true from my heart and I truly offend somebody, all right, why did I offend you? Because if you got a valid reason to why you were offended, then I, I apologize. I would, I would, I, would, I have no problem apologizing when I'm wrong. It's just I, I think about a lot of shit that I do before I do it, so I'm rarely fucking wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, that's the Leo coming out of me. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> but it, but it, it's, it's the guy that I'm shooting. No, I'm serious. It's like if I offend somebody with what I say, I will apologize if it's a valid reason to why I offended them. Because I, I'm not just saying some bullshit. You know what I mean? I'm tr- if I'm truly telling you how I feel, you got to you gotta convince me to why the fuck I was wrong type shit. You know what I'm saying? So conversation yeah. is always needed. Always needed. I think so, man. Because, you know, not, nobody I know is a mind reader. I ain't a mind reader. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If we don't talk about stuff, how are we going to know? So, right. you know, like, and I and I think it takes, that's, what, that's another thing about the podcast and space, right? It's almost like we say stuff and it can create dialogue and it can create mm-hmm. bridges to actually talk about shit mm-hmm. and get it out there in the open so we can have a greater understanding about stuff, man. So it can serve a purpose in a lot of different ways, man. And uh sure. I'm really thankful for the space. But speaking on the podcast, bro, yeah. I, w- I want to talk about your podcast a whole lot more. Like how like where did the inspiration come from the title um and 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 the content? Like I know I know it's like super authentic and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's and that's what you know it stands on for sure, which I respect and appreciate. Yeah. I'm curious, how'd you come up with the title? And then <laughs> give us a sense of the direction you're going with the podcast, man. For sure. Um well this shit started, the official episode um came out in 2020, you know, July 2020, um, July 24th, actually. Um but it was a thought of mine for probably five years prior to the first episode ever being put out. Um, it was I, it was re- announced as the Until Further Notice podcast when it was a, a first came out. 
I didn't change the name of the podcast until episode 75, um, which is now the thin line between genius and insanity podcast. It's truly a, a self-representation of what I think about myself because I do think I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be great. I just don't know what the fuck I'm going to be great at. Hopefully it's with this podcast shit, but I think I'm going to be great. But I do understand I'm, I'm crazy as fuck. <laughs> so it's like, that's, that's, that's truly where it comes from. And my podcast is truly just an audio, audio journal, bro. Uh, as someone who deals with depression, anxiety, and mood swings, and I've always been told I have my wall up with people because of those things, the only way I feel I can truly allow someone to truly know Hatch is through my podcast. Because I feel if you truly listen to my podcast, there's nothing you truly won't know about me. You know where my trauma comes from. You know my thoughts and my views on things. You know I love the Lakers. You know I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. You know everything. You know about the relationships I'm in. You know how this girl did this, what I did to this girl, what happened with this girl. You know everything. But it's an audio journal. And also it brings on guests who I bring on guests to bring on my platform to talk about the shit that isn't really an everyday conversation. When we came on the podcast, we talked about mental health. We get I asked you for a mental health check. Because we don't talk about those things with people in our age group. We don't talk about those things in casual conversation. We talk about sports, Rihanna. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? The Super Bowl just happened. We're talking about that. Did you hit did you hit your parlay? But how many times do you ask your fucking friend, yo, my man, how you doing? Yo, on a scale of one to ten, my nigga, how you doing? Just just, just, just you can just do it and plan with him. Yo, my nigga, how you doing? Scale of one to ten, my G. But niggas don't do that. Because it gets viewed in certain ways. I had, I, had, I had some of my best friends on there, CL. I had one of my best friends on there. Known him since third grade. Done everything with him. We didn't hit licks. We didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't went over on missions together with chicks. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get in high-speed chases. We didn't play all sports together. Went to college together. My family know him. His family know me. How many times do you think we ever sat back and asked each other how we was doing mentally? It took until we got on the podcast for that to happen. It's so many conversations that you that you don't have with close people you know. That's what I do on my platform. It's so many conversations that people like you and me who don't even know each other wouldn't even tap in with if we made each other at LA Fitness. If me and you made each other at LA Fitness, we would never ask each other about mental health. We would never talk about you overcoming cancer. We would never talk about me overcoming my, my trauma for my father. That's what my platform is about. I'm trying to bridge all gaps of all people by talking about one thing we all got in common. We all fucked up in the head. <laughs> that's why I want to talk about, that's why I talk about the LGBT. And not to be long way, I'm sorry for this long ass answer, bro. I've been smoking, I've been drinking, so I'm all over the place. <laughs> but it's like, that's why I want to bring guests on from all aspects of the LGBTQ plus community. Because there's such a divide with them and heterosexual people, white people and black people, skinny people and fat people. You see the shit Lizzo go through, but we all got one thing in common. We be stressed the fuck out and depressed, have anxiety sometimes, Mondays especially. So it's like, that's where my platform is to try to bridge the gaps between, between everybody, bro. And it's either going to be a, a, a genius fucking way of doing it or an insane way of fucking doing it. That's why it's called the thin line between genius and insanity, bro. <laughs> what you did there. I see what you did there, man. Hey, hey, I, I'll tell you right now. I respect and appreciate it. I, I think it's truly important work that you're choosing to do because 
You're Thank right. You. We don't we don't have enough discussion around these very important topics, man, and actually checking in with one another. And it's important, bro. We grew up in an era, Hatch, bro. Especially me, man. I'm a little older than you, man. So we, mm-hmm. we grew up in an era where it's like you just, man, chin up, suck it up. You don't talk about nothing, bro. And you just yeah. you carry that way with you the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that shit gets heavy. And as mm-hmm. you keep moving, more shit is piled on top of you, bro. And you ain't letting none of that shit off, bro. So that shit gets hella heavy. So it's yeah. important to have these discussions. Because it helps shake the stigma behind the shit, bro. Mm-hmm. It ain't weak, bro. It ain't weak to fucking talk about how you fucking feelings, bro. That's how I used to feel, bro. I used, yeah. to, I used to on some real shit. I used to think therapy was weak, bro. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, why, why are you gonna go to some pay for somebody that's just going? You know what I'm saying they just gonna give you medication. That's how I used to think, mm-hmm. but now I understand the importance behind it. I recognize the value in it, and I, I recognize why someone would feel the need to do it you know yeah. what i'm saying so it's for me bro i'm like i'm all for it now dude i've i've, I've completely really well i won't say completely bro but like I've, I've made so many strides in my life in terms of changing my understanding of things you know what i'm saying trying to better understand life better understand people and man don't nobody know what they're doing even the people that we admire the most they make mistakes bro we yeah, all right. make mistakes and it's okay. But what's going to make it worse is if we not only let other people beat us up for it, but worse than that, if we beat ourselves up for it, bro. Yeah. Because whether we know it or not, bro, we talk to ourselves in our head. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. you let that motherfucker run wild on its own, you're going to end up where you end up and you're not even going to know how you got there. Exactly. You feel me? You're going to be lost and confused and know what the fuck is going on. And you didn't want to put yourself in that motherfucking position. Too many, too many times that happened in my life, bro. Oh yeah, man, and and truly, truly, what it is is that it goes back to something we were talking about on on, on my on my platform. Life is a cycle. You gotta take yourself out the cycle. If you don't take yourself out the cycle, you're gonna keep repetitively putting yourself in fucked up situations. Life is a fucked up situation. You just gotta make the right choices to get out that moment. Like double dutch, you know what I mean? Jump in and, get, and just get to going. But as soon as you fuck up, the rope slapped you on your ankles. Now your shit scarred. Fuck up. <laughs> you scratched the fuck up. You hurting for me? Don't let it be a breezy day. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's truly that's truly what it is. We've all I've been in, just like you said. You've been in so many times where you've been in situations like that. I have too. But that's when it goes back to being self aware. When are you gonna? When are you gonna say, "Okay, hold the fuck on, bro"? I got some got to give. If you want, if you want to elevate in life, bro, you got to stop doing the bullshit. Now everybody does bullshit. Like you said, nobody knows what they're what they're doing. We all just living. That's what living is all about. It's making oppor- making uh making mistakes and, and uh, learning from them. That's all life is truly about. Even the most successful people you you hear from, they had fuck ups in the beginning. The trust fund was fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With, with these big corporations, the trust fund was fucked up in the beginning. They, they 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 barely made the payment the, the last thirty minutes before the deadline. It's always like that. The stories is always like that. So it's like nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just making mistakes, learning from them, and sometimes getting lucky. A lot of times getting lucky for real, for real. I can't tell you how many times I did something great in life and it wasn't a little bit of luck in that shit. I graduated from college. It was some luck in that shit. But I so it was a few it was a few tests I took. I ain't know what the fuck I was gonna get. 
I walked away from that shit like, I don't know about this one. Came back, I got a C. Let me, let me smoke this blunt. <laughs> we celebrating. <laughs> but it's like, that's truly what it is. Make mistakes and learn from it. You know what I mean? That's truly all life is all about, CF. Yeah, man. I, I can agree more, man. It's uh, Life is a is our best teacher, man. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It, it'll come back around. Like you said, that cycle, it'll keep coming around until you learn that lesson. And then mm-hmm. eventually, if it keeps coming around too many times, bro, not just you're not gonna make it. You know what I'm we keep making the same mistake over and over and over and over again. Eventually, life's just gonna be like, bro, I'll give up on you, and then that's gonna be the end. So yeah. it's just like paying attention, bro, and and you know, attuning yourself to to what life is trying to teach you, the direction it's trying to push you in. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, it's it's it feels so simple when you really think about it, but we tend to overcomplicate things, and you know, there's reasons why we overcomplicate things. You know. Uh, we, we we live in a capitalistic society. I don't yep. necessarily think that's a bad thing, but I would say that like our priorities are a lot more fucked up for a lot of people. And I was one of them for a long time. I would think that I wanted all these fucking extra- extravagant things and shit like that. Don't get me wrong. I still want them motherfuckers. But I'm, <laughs> you know, like that is not like I know. I know, bro, that the harder I work, the luckier I'm going to get, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And the more you fucking put in work, bro, and especially when it's like towards something that and you time, feel, right? And time and consistency, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you really just start to you believe in what you're doing, bro. You stand on that square, can't nobody knock you off that shit. Eventually, it's going to produce fruit, bro. But and, you know, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Exactly, exactly. And it, and it, and it, and it, and it goes back to. And I hate to go back to, but even what you you asked me about how I came up with the name of my podcast, it said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. But what did we just say? But what did, what did we just say to get better? You got to put in the time and the work, doing the same thing over and over again. How did Kobe perfect his mid range? He did it over and over again. So that's the thin line. That's what's that. That's the thin line between in, in life, bro. Because. And Sandy is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. But you only get better at some shit doing it over and over again, hoping for a different fucking result. So that's the thin line between genius and insanity, CL. And that's the and that's the thin line we all walk in life. Is 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 that is it's very is that close to either go the right way or the wrong way. Mm. See that sometimes it's either self-inflicted or 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 the that's or the, or the tragedies. It's when it wasn't self-inflicted. I don't feel bad for the self-inflicted fuck-ups. The tragedies, I feel bad for those. But it's a very thin line. Good, bad, genius, insanity, skinny fat. You had a burger, you had one too many burgers? Oh fuck. <laughs> You're fat now. <laughs> don't go to the doctor, motherfucker. <laughs> but that's truly what it is. I believe it was uh Albert Einstein that said that quote too, and it's such a true quote, man. How can you argue that? It's like, bro, like, how are you going to expect anything to change in your life if you keep doing the same shit? If you're unhappy with your life and the results still continue to manifest the same way over and over again, maybe you should check yourself and look yourself in the mirror and be like, what am I doing that, you know, is not producing different results? Exactly. Maybe you should switch it up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, experiment with something different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, But that takes a certain level of, like, being real with yourself and, like, being able to Take that realness with yourself mm-hmm. and actually parlay that into something that's going to benefit you. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times when we're real with ourselves, 
we ain't a lot of us ain't ready to hear that yet. Mm-hmm. We ain't ready to have that talk yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? We ain't ready to we ain't ready to hear the truth about ourselves about how like I, I know I could be going to the gym, I know I could be eating better. Sure. No, I'm wasting all this time on this bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We ain't ready. A lot of us ain't ready to hear that conversation yet. They Don't nobody want to believe they ain't shit. <laughs> be dead ass with you, Hatch, bro. I was that way for a long time. Oh, but yeah. you know what? Something you said is super important, bro. The time is ticking. I don't know when I'm going to go. I don't know mm-hmm. how I'm going to go. But I know I'm going to go. Yeah. And, and before that time comes, I want to empty the tank out this motherfucker, bro. I want to mm-hmm. do the things that I set out to do. Or at mm-hmm. least die trying, bro. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Hey, that's my favorite rapper of all time, bro. Get rich or die motherfucking trying. You gotta try. If you can't, if, I, I never want to sit back and be like, I could have did this, but why didn't you do it, Hatch? Man, I just, shut up. I don't know. <laughs> there, there's no good answer at that point. Why didn't you try? If you fail, you fail. I'm not scared of failure. I'm, I'm not a Ben Simmons ass nigga, CL. <laughs> like, like if I, if, I will go back to Philly and fuck up. I will go back to Philly and shoot two more air balls. Look at the crowd, like what, nigga? I'm open, pass it. You better pass it. That's the type of nigga I am. But it's like people, you, it, it's different types of people in this world, bro. And I've come to understand that. Like growing up, I never, I always thought like, bro, if I'm thinking like this. It gotta be other people thinking like this. Nah, bro. Like, no. Hatch, you you're a one-on-one. CL, you're a one-on-one. Just how you say you was thinking, you you was in that in that cycle for a long ass time. But fam, you're out of it. I know, I know cats that's older than you that's still on bullshit. But I know cats that's the same age as you, my uncle, my cousins, who was on that same bullshit, but they changed. They doing other shit. They got families now, degrees and shit now, businesses and shit now. They doing shit they love now, like you and me. Like, it, it, it's just different type of people. We all do bullshit. You think I'm going to get on camera and say I ain't never did no wild ass shit? Niggas that know me know Hashem did some wild ass shit. Everybody know Hashem did. You can hear it in my voice. Hashem did some wild ass shit. <laughs> but, but it's like, you got to be one to be like, bro, I'm not doing that. I'm a tr- I'm still trying to go there. I never wanted to be an ancient ass nigga. When I was growing up, I didn't know what I was going to be. I knew I was going to be a bum. The only way you're not going to be a bum is if you take chances or if you just keep it even killed. That's why I never skipped school. That's why I never skipped class. None of that shit. Just go to class. You're going to pass that motherfucker. You're going you, you gonna to fucking wake up with a C if you just go to class every day. Just, just showing up is already more than half the battle, right? Exactly. All you gotta do is show the fuck up. You gonna learn some more accident. You gotta see now. You can pass, but the motherfucker who skipped class for no reason to walk the halls, he's struggling now. <laughs> Every think about it, see, and I, this 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 is, this is a tangent. I'm, I'm just saying to move on. Go ahead, man. Do this in school. And you, I don't know if you skipped class or not. I never skipped class. Only time I ever skipped class was on senior skip day, bro. And I'm not a school nigga. I hate school. I, I only went to school because I played sports year-round. That's the only reason why I went to school. Sports. I wasn't even fucking with the chicks like that. It's just sports. But the dudes who skipped class and was walking the halls, where are they at right now? In jail, 
not really doing shit. You may have one or two. They probably got like a little barbershop, car wash or some shit, which is very successful. But for the most part, them niggas be fucked up. It's a pattern of life because you was doing some bullshit for no reason. You 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 was literally doing some bullshit for no reason. You skipping class to walk home. So now that you've grown up, you're not taking chances in life because you're not fully prepared to do that. Because you used to doing bullshit for no reason. If you just do what the fuck you're supposed to do and don't do no off-tangent bullshit, you're going to be successful, bro. It's This life shit is so easy, bro. All you got to do is not do stupid shit. And you're going to be good. <laughs> like You're going to be straight. It's that easy, for real. In simplest terms, that's absolutely <laughs> it, bro. Just don't do stupid shit. And then if you want to do even better than that, try to do good shit. Right. You want to do things that's going like, to be positive and bring value. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. everybody, like I firmly believe, bro, everybody got something to give, bro. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We all got a lot to give, bro. And, you know, we clearly just talked about being selfish, but it's, I don't think it, I think it's, when you got a gift that like can make the world a better place, and when mm-hmm. I believe we all do, we all have some genius level talent of some sort. We have some sort of something that we're passionate about that we can expand on and give as our gift to the world, such as the greats have done. You know, mm-hmm. whether you're acting, whether you're playing sports, whether you're writing, whether you're podcasting, whether you're cooking, whether you're being a mom, whether you're being a dad, whatever, as, yeah. as, whatever that gift is, if you live your life in a way where you're just focused on once you discover that, first of all, once you discover that and you're focused on just giving that gift, mm-hmm. bro, the sense of fulfillment that can come along with that shit. Like right now, bro, you're such a natural with how you speak, bro. And like, you know what I'm saying? The, the confidence that you have when you and the conviction you talk with, bro, yeah. it's 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 a gift of yours, bro. I'm not gonna For say sure. it's your only gift, but I'm saying yeah. it is a gift, and you clearly doing it because you enjoy it, bro. So yeah. It's like, bro, it's it's the same reason why I fell into this shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's life is, bro. It ain't got to be as complicated as that, bro. But the thing is, you know, like, I thought about this too, right, Hatch, bro? Okay. There ain't no manual that came with life, bro. We kind of just go off the programs that we we kind of are fed when we were breathed into this world, bro. And, you know, we kind of go through our experiences and, and this, that, and the third. And we kind of think that life is this way or life should be this way. And we have all sorts of jumbled up ideas of how life really is and then you know you depending on which way you're raised and the environment you're fucking brought up in and shit like that bro shit man you you can end up where you're gonna end up but once you realize at a certain point when you're at a level in your life where you understand things more and you start to make those changes like we're supposed to do bro jay-z said bro like people look at him crazy, like like oh you changed, like that wasn't what we supposed to do, bro. Right. We're supposed to change, man. To, that's if evolution <laughs> evolved, bro. Like, and that, <laughs> come on, man. It's like, and then when you when you embrace that, bro, I promise you, it's crazy, bro. It's like okay, then you start to seek change, you start to seek growth, you start to put yourself in situations of like, I'm not gonna do this if the, if there's not it's not gonna be beneficial for my my growth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. gonna waste time on shit if it ain't gonna benefit me in terms of like helping me expand my mind, expand what I'm doing, you know, yeah. make more progress in my life in the in the way I see fit for myself. So, you know, it, it, it can get complicated at first, but when you really, really take the time to sit back and realize, like what you said, like 
expecting a different result when you're not changing the way you live. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, like yeah. you got you to gotta look yourself in the mirror and be able to, you know, tell it like it is to yourself, man. And you know what it is, CEO? Because that's, that's 100% true. But a lot of people scared of change, bro. A lot of people just scared of change. A lot of people, why you, you know, anytime, anytime even with, the, with COVID shit, with the masks, niggas was mad because they didn't want to put masks on. Because it was a change. And you can go to anything, even NBA. We both basketball guys. Start of the season, what was the big hoopla? What was Nate's complaining about? The rule change. Nigga, they weren't getting the fouls no more. People don't like change. It, it, it takes special people to, 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 to confront change because the unknown is scary. And I'm that's the only thing I'm scared of in life, bro. I'd have been in shootouts, I'd have been, I didn't been in fucking club fights, I didn't been, I didn't see my niggas get cracked over the head with bottles. I didn't seen some shit. I didn't jump out third story uh windows. And pitch black dark and flip flops, not knowing what the fuck was down there, trying to get away from the police. I did a lot of shit, yeah. But the unknown is what scares me. So it's like people that are that are scared, are scared of change, don't want to, don't want to know what's behind that door. Although I'm scared of the unknown, I embrace change for shit that need to be changed. Now, if the shit ain't broke, what the fuck is we trying to fix it for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But if the shit gave it, if it's a if it's a minor leak, if it's a minor leak, damn the duct tape, give me some new pipes. Fuck it. I ain't trying to deal with this problem 10 years from now. Let's solve this shit right now and get away and get and get away with the problem. So it just all goes back to some people just scared change, CL man. It's 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 hard to it's hard to convince everybody to embrace it. But you gotta start by doing it by show, uh, doing the, showing the example. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm if I'm showing the example for like my little brother, my little cousins, my uncles, my aunties, by changing, embracing change, and being successful with it, they ain't got no reason not to do it. You know what I mean? So it, it just starts with trying to do it and set the actual physical example to try to convince motherfuckers to actually embrace change like the rest of us. I think you're exactly right on that, bro. Because I mean, you look at when you're a parent or just look at parents in general, right? And they have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Kids, they say, are the fastest learners because their their receptors are just picking up everything, right? And how how many times when you look at a kid, you like uh you tell a kid to clean his room, he don't want to clean his room, and you're like, clean your fucking room, <laughs> but your room ain't clean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like your room ain't clean, your room's a mess, the whole house is a mess. Mm-hmm. So you're telling him to clean his room, like. Why is he gonna be like, bro? Why, why are you fucking picking on me? Like, I'm a clean room. You ain't even doing it yourself. Right. Gotta be the example. You gotta be the example. You can't be. Don't nobody. Don't nobody. Look, everybody's top ten. Nobody fucks with somebody who's just all about talk. You know they say you gotta talk to talk and walk to walk. That that corny ass saying. That's some of the truest shit you'll ever hear in life. You'll talk. Nope. Look, when you at the hoop, when you at the uh, at the wreck hooping. You don't really give a fuck about the dude on the sideline that never gets on the court that's always talking shit about somebody jumper. You don't give a fuck about what he's saying. He ain't got no credibility. Even if he says some true shit, you be like, shut the fuck up, Thomas. But the dude, <laughs> but the dude, <laughs> but the dude who actually comes to the gym and get buckets, that's nice. You, you all ears when he say, hey, bro, you come off that pick. You know what I'm saying? Get him on your hip. You know what I'm saying? You all ears with that shit. But the nigga you think is a bum? Who ain't never actually showing you shit? One ear out the other. One ear out the other. Shut the fuck up, Thomas. 
Yeah, you ain't doing shit, Tommy. <laughs> Get over here, bro. Hey. Oh, that's that's hella funny, bro. On some real ass shit, bro. Hey, that, that's some of the truest shit, man. And I think you know what, bro. Part of part of before you can even uh, embrace change, bro. Yeah. People need to understand you got to accept that change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Acceptance is the first step. It's like, yo, sometimes in life. It is what it is. That saying right there, it is what it is, then got me out of a whole lot of shit, bro. Oh, yeah. It's, it continues to just, like, get me past certain things where I – because I tend to overthink sometimes. Oh, I used to tend to overthink. And sometimes, you know, I still do. I still got them tendencies, bro. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, you know, I practice acceptance, bro. And I'm like, it is what it is. <laughs> and I'll just let that shit go. Yeah. So I can just be peaceful with the shit rather than fucking harboring all these fucking feelings about some shit. And it just built up inside of me like a fucking roaring wildfire, bro. And then all of a sudden, I'm angry. I'm off my. I'm off my fucking game. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody knocked me off my game because I'm off my own competition, bro. Right. You know what I'm talking about? When we compete right. with other motherfuckers, that's where we, you know, that's when we can get caught up with some shit, bro. Yeah, man. You start, about what you do, bro. Yeah, you start pocket watching, and you start looking at what other motherfuckers comparing yourself to other people. That's when you fucked up in the game. Like, and even with this podcast and shit, bro, I don't know if you did it, but I did it when I first started. I was, I was, I wasn't even comparing myself to motherfucking local niggas. I was looking at Joe Button. I'm like, damn, Joe Button pulled in one hundred and seventy five k. I only bought in nine, just nine. He brought in one hundred seventy five k hatch. What the fuck is you doing? I was comparing myself to them niggas. So it's like, even with that, it's just, you, you can't do that. I really didn't start feeling like I was taking off with it, and I still ain't took off with this shit, nigga. I still ain't. My views ain't shit like that. I'm still working. I'm still grinding to the to, to the top. I'm gonna get there. You best believe that. Everybody remember that. <laughs> but it's like when you doing that, you just gotta make sure that you you in tune with yourself. Because like you said, we are our own competition. When you pocket watching and you you judging yourself of what other people's success is, you're not even in tune with your own shit. Because you either copying somebody else's shit because now you're trying to see what the fuck they're doing and try to mimic what they're doing and compete with them. Or you hating. Don't nobody fuck with haters. Why would I tap into your podcast, CF, if you a hating ass nigga? Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to hear that shit. I fuck with CF. You a positive motherfucker. I'm going through some real shit in my life. Let me tap on the CF and hear some positivity. Let me yeah. see Let me see what dope individual he brought on. He shined his spotlight on. That's what people want to hear. If you was a hating ass motherfucker copying the next hating ass motherfucker, you wouldn't nobody fuck with you. Mm-hmm. We would never even link. You know what I mean? So... You can't pocket watch. You can't be judging yourself on other people's success. None of that shit. Just like CL said, can't nobody knock me off my game. I'm my own, I'm my own competition. Straight up. I, did you see the LeBron commercial? The crypto commercial? Where he was talking to his younger self? Did, did you see that? That's what the fuck we doing right now. I'm talking to my younger self. I ain't talking to you other niggas. I ain't talking to you other motherfuckers. You can't fuck with me. Only person that can fuck with me is me. I'm my Ooh. own worst enemy. How you, how you was talking about how early in the podcast we were talking about how like we got our own forts and shit like that, and we building up our wall, our security system. In my mind, I'm my own worst enemy. I'm the nigga outside that's trying to tear down my fort. It ain't y'all. Y'all ain't in my movie. I'm 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 in a, I'm in a movie, fam. I'm the I'm the enemy and the hero. I'm doing some wild shit. I'm getting all the money. <laughs> I'm getting all the fucking money. Tyler Perry, who nigga is hash. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. And, and I'm, it's so cool that you mentioned that because, bro, I say it all the time. Like, 
whenever I'm talking to folks and they kind of seem to be going through and they ask me for some advice and, you know, I'm not no professional or nothing like that. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a human being, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I make mistakes like the rest of them, but I always say, bro, like at the end of the day, you're the star in your own movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you do what you want to do, but then mm-hmm. you got to understand if you do what you want to do, there's going to be repercussions and consequences. Sometimes those consequences can be good. Sometimes they're going to be bad. So yeah. you got to be conscious of the choices that you make, the decisions that you make, because what's going to follow that, you better be prepared for. Mm-hmm. Now, in knowing that, you can choose to do good. If you choose to do good, bro, guess what's going to return back to you? Because we, we talk about karma all the time, bro. <laughs> karma ain't got to be a bitch. Karma mm-hmm. could be your best friend. Hey, and it's different types of look. I'm trying to stop saying the word bitch, but it's different types of bitches. Now it's karma, yo bitch, yeah. or it's karma, bitch. It's yeah. two different things. Because I, well, if karma is your bitch, she doing you lovely at night. She cooking your food. She love you. She 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 make love to you. But if karma's a bitch, she be robbed. She flagging your tires. You know what I'm saying? It's she two different. Yeah, it's, it's two different. It's two different types of bitches. Two different types. <laughs> that's that's facts. That's actual factual right there, my dude. That's the good shit. That's the bad shit. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's the good shit, and that's the bad shit. When you do good shit, good shit happen. That's that's when karma is your bitch. She fucking with you. She, that's a full one hundred. That's a that's a full one hundred right there, bro. You know what, man? It's, it's, it's we figuring it out as we go, bro. And you know, yeah. like, in doing what we do, hatch, bro. We get to share our experiences in a relatable manner, right? Like other mm-hmm. motherfuckers that can relate to us, that could see us and hear our voice and what we speak about. They'd be like, oh, I know what CL doing. I, I, I know Hatch, like, bro, like they resonate with what I'm going through. So yeah. it's like important for us to make sure that we are, you know, amplifying our voice, bro, as much mm-hmm. as we can using our platforms to do that, bro. I'm so happy that you created your platform. I'm damn happy I created mine, and we we just gonna keep building one brick at a time, bro. For sure, for sure, and keep linking as keep linking as this shit gets to higher and higher levels. You know what I'm saying? But that's what this shit is all about. You know, what I mean, you never know who you meet in in these type of spaces, man. Really, like I said, I really didn't start bringing people on. To be honest, for you, you're my second content creator I actually linked up with. Like everybody else, I knew from past, you know, what I'm saying events in my life and people that I felt was dope in the community and shit like that. But that's what this space provides. That's what this provides you with opportunities to meet people like yourself and people like motherfuckers who doing shit in the community, uh, entrepreneurs and stuff like that. That's what this space provides you to do, man. Is meet people. That's what social media is all about. I'm not a social media guy, but that's what it provides people to do the opportunity to connect with people all over the place. You in the Bay? I'm at AZ. Like I ain't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have ran to CL at the local Walmart. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> I wouldn't have met CL. But it's like that's what social media and that's what this podcast shit does. It, it puts you in certain rooms with people, with like-minded individuals, hopefully. Um, and then you get a chance to create greatness and, and make conversations that last the test of time. You know what I mean? That's my goal with this shit. And I also love what you do, too. Like, even if it ain't like-minded individuals, like you said, you, you want to bring on some members of the yeah. LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. which I love, man. And, you know, like that actually inspires me to, you know, bring on just people – Anybody, bro, because we 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 can all learn something from somebody, bro. Like I can yeah. learn. From, I'm not 
if I ever get to a place where I'm bigoted, where I, where I feel like I can't talk to nobody, bro, somebody better punch me in my face, bro. I'm asking for it right now because that's not who I am. That's not how I, yeah. who I intend to be, bro. I, I, I want to always make sure that I'm coming from a pure place, bro, from a place of love, bro. I never want to harm nobody with, with the shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? And if I do accidentally do so, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I said earlier, bro, I, I ain't I ain't too man enough to to uh you know not not own up to, to my mistakes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, bro, like it's, it's, it's petty to do that. It's petty to not own up to that shit. Because everybody know when they fuck up, man. A lot of times when people don't own up to their mistakes, they're just not doing it in public. A lot of times when niggas is not admitting to some shit, they doing it at home when they by themselves. They know they fucked up. Mm-hmm. They just don't got the, the balls to admit it to people. They don't want to. They don't want to see wrong the people and, and lose. Um, and lose. Uh, fuck. Credibility or just like yeah, credibility. They don't want to lose credibility and shit. So that, that's truly all that shit is, man. People, it's just it's 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 wrong not to admit that. And even to go back to what you said, like when you were talking about interviewing different people that's not like minded. I honestly think. Well, I know I'm a man. You know what I'm saying. I know. I know. I know. I know. I did. I ain't trying to be no woman or nothing. But I think everything else is like minded because. You can't tell me there's not mental health going on over there. For sure. You can't tell me that. You can't if I know I'm a if I know I'm a nine to five motherfucker, two job working motherfucker, podcast ass nigga, go to the gym, got dog, quote unquote normal life ass shit, and I know I'm fucked up in the head. If you talking about you was born in the wrong body, you can't tell me ain't some shit going on. So it's like that's why I say like minded, yeah, we fucked up. You got different fuck ups, but we fucked up. So it, it, we all we all like minded in one, bro. We just gotta we all just gotta put down the differences. Cause even with me and you, and it, this probably not the best example, but we talked about. I asked on my pre me yesterday. I was like, Yo, what's your ethnicity, bro? Only reason why I asked you that because I was just curious. But everything else was we was like minded talking sports, talking the topics we was talking. Even throughout this episode, we talking about the same shit. We damn near finishing each other's thoughts with the shit. We all like-minded. It's just once you get past thinking about the shit that don't even matter, that's when you actually get somewhere with conversations and get somewhere with building a better fucking environment for people, bro. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have said it better myself, bro. And, you know, as I'm hearing you talk, bro, it's, it's you're right, bro. It's like we're not that different at all, bro. We're all going through our own human experience bro yeah it's di- you know it's different but it's the same it's like bro we're all you we all bleed bro the same you cut me i'm a bleed no matter mm-hmm. what color sex religion ethnicity whatever all that shit that shit don't matter at the end of the day bro that shit's mm-hmm. all fucking uh, a paradigm that we've been fucking a part of for so long bro we're human beings bro we don't need to be doing harm to each other bro we just we fucking we can all we got to do is coexist bro there's so much the life is so abundant bro and you know, going back to going back to Dave Chappelle, bro, you was talking about, you know, uh in the transgender there's there's for sure mental health over there. The, the story that Dave Chappelle told in his most recent um episode where he's talking about Daphne and she killed herself and yeah. she got she got mad at Dave Chappelle because he of all the crazy jokes that Dave Chappelle has said to her that didn't offend her that she was laughing at, he said one and uh and it really offended her, and she she just said something like like it's a, it's a I'm having a human experience and I just need mm-hmm. you to respect that. It's like yeah. bro, like that's all we need to understand. And I think a lot of times, bro, again, 
And I'm guilty of it too. So I'm not sitting here trying to say like I'm high and mighty and holier than other people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd have made hella mistakes in my life. I'll be the first to fucking say that shit. But yeah. I'll tell you, man, I can't change the past. All I can do is do better going forward, bro. So I'm yes. I'm trying not to judge nobody no more, bro. I'm trying to understand where they're coming from. And if I can't, and if we can't find no, you know, common ground, it's okay. I'm, I'm at peace with that too. But at the same time, bro, all I want is harmony in my life, bro. Peace, nice. love, nice. good vibes, energy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Good richness and abundance, bro. Blessings all around. That's why it's called the Bless Beyond Measure podcast, man. Mm -hmm. Facts. Know, it's, Facts. It's, it's like, bro, we choose how we interact in this world, man, whether we mm -hmm. know it or not. And choose carefully, man. Choose carefully, folks. Those are tapped in all the way over here, man. I appreciate y'all. But choose carefully what you do and say in this world, man, because it, it will come to life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For so, sure. Hell yeah. Bro, a lot of times, bro, like, it, it, it sounds crazy as fuck, bro. But a lot of times people be asking me how, like, how I be getting out of certain shit, how certain shit be happening in my life. I be like, fam, I ain't gonna lie to you. I be praying before I eat. I truly believe that shit. Everything I pray about before I eat, like two, three times a day, however many times I eat, that shit comes into fruition. Now, I'm not I'm not a religious motherfucker at all. I'm not, I'm not at all. I don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with the church. I don't deny that shit. I don't deny that bullshit. But I don't got to borrow nobody to do the shit. But that's just not my lane. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I don't believe Jesus was a guy. I believe it's a story. Somebody we gotta believe in that shit. You got people need something to believe in. You know what I mean? I don't believe this was just one motherfucker who was just this powerful. If he was that powerful, slaves wouldn't have been happening. I believe in that motherfucker. You better do something if it's slaves, motherfucker. You this powerful. But <laughs> I digress about that part. But you just gotta you just gotta believe in that, bro. You, you truly gotta believe in what you're doing. And I ain't gonna lie to you. What the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that talking about? I thought I started talking about slaves. I was like, what the fuck was that talking yeah, about? You, you, took us, you took us for a turn right there. That was the thin line between genius and insanity right there, what player. What the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> oh, it was man. talking about church and religion and praying. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. Everything I believe in, I, I truly pray about it before I eat and all that. Yeah. And I truly believe in it. And a lot of people laugh at that shit, but I, I truly believe in that because I believe it's, it all comes back to discipline. That's my form of discipline in my life. Uh, by praying before I eat. Something as little as that, something I, I remind myself to do every time, and I remind myself of the goals that I want, and I remind myself of the things that I don't want to come to come into fruition. I focus on those things as multiple times a day, and it's been working for me for like the last seven years, bro. So that's 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 where I want to go with that shit. I yeah, talk about yeah. God and slaves and shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, we about to open up a new chapter on this one, bro. We <laughs> I was like, we can, we can go there, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's just going to make this podcast even longer. But, <laughs> hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, for real, bro, I appreciate you spending time on this podcast, bro. Real talk, yeah. man. Like, we, we have some real fun, genuine conversations. I, I, I truly mean this when I when I say that I think you're a funny-ass dude. I think you're a dope-ass dude, bro. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, bro. I wouldn't tell you these things if it wasn't real, bro. So, yeah. All I want to say, bro, before I give you this space to speak on anything that you feel like we might not have touched on yet, all I want to say to you, bro, is like, keep doing what you're doing, brother. I'm rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? You got the tools within you, bro. You know what I'm talking about? Thanks. And shit, man, you know what I'm saying? Just live your life, man. You know, like you you told me earlier, I'm one-on-one. -on -one. So are you, bro. You one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. bro. 
Can't nobody be you, bro. Can't nobody be young OG Hatch, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And and, and like I said, in, in all honesty, man, I'm so humbled and honored to, to be on this platform, which will be on your platform on the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast, bro. Like I say I've been t- I've been peeping who you bring on the platform, and it's it's obvious people you, you respect and people that you think is some dope motherfuckers, and I respect that about you. And I was excited. I've been thinking about this shit all day. That's probably why I was long-winded with my answers and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm honored for this to be my first guest appearance on somebody's platform, bro. I will never forget this moment. Uh, I respect you for what you do. Uh, and everything you said about me, bro, I'm going to take to the bank. I'm going to take to my heart. And I'm going to run with that shit, bro, because you are somebody I believe is a positive motherfucker. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even linked up with you if I didn't believe what you was doing was the right shit to do. I believe you doing what I'm doing, taking the slow grind to success because you believe in it. And that goes back to what we was talking about earlier. It's so easy to be fake. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be real because the hard come with the slow grind. And a lot of people is afraid of slow grind. I got tattoos, hard work, dedication, bro. That's what I believe in. So I truly, I truly want to thank you again for, for letting me believe that my hard work and dedication with my platform has at least got me to this point to work connect with people like you, man. So I'm always remember this. Um, I just want to say to all the people that's tapped in, man, fuck with the kid. You know, it's the thin line between Genius and Sandy podcast. Um, follow me on Instagram at OG Hatch, Twitter OG Hatch underscore, TikTok OG Hatch TV, YouTube OG Hatch TV, all that good shit, man. Everybody just stay safe, bro. Never let them sidetrack you with the bullshit and always keep the main thing the main thing, bro. Um, stay safe, stay sharp, and stay motherfucking sane. That part, man. Damn, <laughs> bro. Signing off. My dog, OG Hatch, man. Real talk has been really real, bro. And same to you, man. Vice versa. It's, it's an honor to have you on here, bro. I respect and appreciate you, fam. And, uh, you know, this ain't going to be the last time. I'm already oh, knowing, bro. We oh, tapped no, first in. Many. First of many. We tapped in, fam. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hit me anytime, bro. But, um, yeah, man, before we get out, is there anything else that you kind of wanted to – Shout out to the folks, bro. Drop drop an extra gem. Uh shit, man. Just never reach. Okay, yeah, hurry up. Reach for the stars and get stuck in the fucking clouds, man. You'll be you'll be alright with your life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, on that note, hey yo, OG Hatch, bro. Appreciate you, fam. Real talk. We're gonna sure. make this happen again. Y'all be on the lookout for our episode we did on the thin line between genius and insanity. Yes, dropping this Thursday. Is it genius Gen- and insanity or insanity and genius? Genius and insanity. The thin line between genius and insanity podcast episode 80 featuring my boy CL, the motherfucking source. We'll be dropping this motherfucking me Thursday. Audio at 4 a.m. Visuals. Fridays at 8 a.m. on the OG Hash TV YouTube channel. A lot of fucking free game for your head tops. CL, the motherfucking source, was a source for a lot of fucking free gems. Bless us all with a great fucking conversation, man. Come on over and tap into that conversation as well. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah, and y'all be on the lookout for that. And like we do always at this time, you know what I'm talking about? Stay up and stay blessed, y'all. I'm your neighborhood friendly hope dealer. You know what I'm saying? Come back for more next episode, baby. All right, y'all stay up. Peace. Yeah, out this thing.